0: But they might want to do it right. after you nail every pick of the first round. 32 32. Well, 31 one this year because the Dolphins right. don't have one. Yeah. But uh, we, can't, we didn't even nail the number of picks. <laughs> <so> we're <laughs> off to a bad start here.
1: Oh, yeah, baby, that's right. It's getting close. NFL draft time. Yes, I do know there's 31 picks in the first round. All right, I misspoke and said 32. It still seems weird. It still feels like they should have, like, de facto just let somebody else move into the first round. Totally. Right? It's just a number. Like, like, okay, so the second round starts at pick 33 like it always does, right? And then we have a team. I don't even understand why not just have 32. But either way, the Dolphins are not getting their first round pick because... Yes, that's right. You heard it here first. They tried to illegally obtain Sean Payton and Tom Brady. We said that over a year ago, (laughs) and nobody released it to the public until August, (laughs) not until like the powers on ESPN said it and then everyone's like, Oh, wait, those idiots on NBC. Sims was actually right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, It was like you said it to the public, but it wasn't released to the public for another three right, months. right. Right. No, me and Florio were looked at like, yeah, oh, the idiots. They're just off the they're off the chains there at Peacock. Yeah. They don't know what they're talking they about. They waited for people to forget and then they were like, We have something new to report. No yeah. one has reported this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's new breaking news. Remember Chris. Well what's up, everybody? It's uh, Chris Sims on Button. Ahmed Fareed is here hosting the show as usual. Yep. And we have a special guest today. Our man Jay Crawford, welcome Jay. Jay I Jay, always clap Jay, for everything. Jay, yeah. Jay. Thank yeah. you gentlemen. Yep, uh, Jay's here today, uh, courtesy of NBC Sports, BetMGM. He is the smartest betting person I know in the world. Uh, that's uh, my title. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. official title. NBC. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right, and uh, we're gonna pick his brain about the draft here today and have some fun. Yeah. So yep. some of your credentials, Jay. So last year at this time, let me get this straight. You sure. were the head trader at PointsBet, yep. and Pete is putting the rundown here, a question for you, which mm. I imagine is probably true. The NFL draft was maybe
2: one of the most, if not the most stressful big event that you do every year as a head trader. Is that true? Yeah, it's a shambles. It's a complete shambles just because it's not really based off anything. These markets, it's all just based on speculation yeah. and text messages and things coming through to WhatsApp group threads, right. whereas like the when the Heat play the box tonight, line's 11 and a half there's so much information and data that goes into that line yeah uh when the Eagles play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl there's so much information there's offensive defensive tangible things that go off of this is just all in the air it's just floating around you got to figure out what's real what's not just jumping at shadows all the time yeah moving prices really aggressively because you're scared right Uh, and that's how it works
1: so so how do you approach it like Mm. you know one You know how far do your connections go in this world i mean i know you have connections with nfl teams you know so like how do you kind of assess things you go a little bit off of other gambling friends other markets how does it all work for you yeah so it's a strange
2: world it's mainly about just figuring out you know what's true and what's not so like, a lot of these markets, they'll move because someone's dad's best friend's uncle was at a party and the girlfriend of the backup uh, safety on yeah. the Panthers told, told it, him that, right. uh, well, Levis is definitely going one. <laughs> and then someone lights up the group threads that, right. guys, the mail is in. Levis the Carolina, it's done. Right. Just off of that. And so, sifting through that, sifting through. Like, I got a text last year, uh, a few weeks before the draft. Right with a really odd specific story that I won't get into, but the upshot was that Trayvon Walker's going one. Right. And at the time, Trayvon Walker was plus 600 to go one. So I load up the bet slip. I'm about to bet it. And then I get a message from a guy at the the company I worked at previously in marketing being like, hey, I hear Trayvon Walker's going one. And then he tells me the exact same story. And I'm like, well, if the random guy in marketing is getting the number one draft scoop, uh, Mm -hmm. this can't be true. Like, it just can't be true. Right turns out it was true. turns out it's true. You just don't don't know. I know. So it's calculated guesswork.
1: Vegas seemed true last year. Oh, my gosh. They were good last year. I don't – for whatever reason, as much as I said this whole year to Ahmed, I'm going to listen to Vegas this year when Mm -hmm. it comes out to it. I don't want to listen to them right now. I do think it's different than last year. Just from my sense of people in the NFL that – there's more variables this year in this draft, and you know some question marks about some of the top players, and other guys have fallen, and the evaluations have been all over the place. So, uh, am I crazy to think that that it seems more all over the place than other years?
2: It's definitely all over the place. Okay. I don't think anyone has any idea what's happening outside of Bryce Young going one, right? Probably, and even that was thrown into some doubt yesterday. I still think. Bryce Young— Thank you, Young, Reddit. Yeah, thank you, Reddit. Uh, I still think Bryce Young is going to go one. Yes, he is. Uh, but after that, like no one really knows what Houston is going to do at two. Right now, Tyree Wilson is the favorite. Right. He's plus 120, so that's no lock yeah, whatsoever. Sure. It's weird because last year should have been more all over the place because there weren't any quarterbacks at the top of the draft. Right. And normally in drafts, quarterbacks, they like give you anchors. They give you polls. It's like, all right, well, this team's going to take quarterback. This is the one, two, three quarterback on the board, and we work around that. This year, no one has any grasp of like – like, it feels like C.J. Stroud should be the second quarterback off yeah. the board. Yeah, I
1: think he is on everybody's film, but yeah. it's the other stuff that is going to make him fall. Yeah,
2: but now Will Levis is a heavy favorite right. to be taken before C.J. Stroud, which right. I don't understand, but that's the word that's out
1: there. Well, I think it, I think this is what happened, at least in my just world of the NFL, and I think I alluded a little of this to Ahmed uh, earlier in the week, or at least last week, because I, I'm with you. I mean, again, I don't go into personality or knowing the guy when I do my evaluations, but... You know, the things I've heard from people you know, in the know in the NFL is that, yeah, the Texans, they, there is a huge wanting of Tyree Wilson, but if they went quarterback, it sounds like it's more Levis or uh, Anthony Richardson. And that's the same for the Colts, where it's those two names are thrown out. This whole testing thing with C.J. Stroud is thrown, everybody's scared of him. Everybody. So, that's where, to your point, you're right. The quarterback thing this year, nobody being perfect. Hendon Hookers with the knee. Anthony Richardson, raw projection. Levis, we see the tools, but there's things they got to work on, and it's inconsistent, and I think that makes it even crazier, to your
0: point, too. Yeah, here are the numbers for the second overall pick. you got Wilson there, plus 135. Levis at plus 220 as we speak, and Will Anderson Jr., plus 300. Are those
2: numbers you're seeing elsewhere too, Jay? Or? I mean, they just they move all over the place. Yeah. Yesterday, Will Levis was minus 150 right. to go two overall, and now he's plus 220. I think the one thing that has really happened over the past few days is that it seems more and more likely that Houston are going to go defense yes. at two. And right. I think that was the presumption that, well, they can't go into year three of the Davis Mills era. They have to take a quarterback. Yeah. I think they probably will end up with a new quarterback. Yes. But now there are other options. Now they could you know, they could take a quarterback later. They could look for Hendon Hooker. They right. could trade for Mac Jones exactly. or Trey Lance. Sure. There are more options and if they don't like the guy at two, which if Will Levis is the number two guy on their board, they probably don't like the guy at two. Right, and so it seems more and more like it's going to be defense, and it's probably going to be Tyree Wilson. That would be my logic, yep.
1: and again, that's what I've been led to believe. Like I told you, I, I had a, a, a feel that the you know the coaching staff, D'Amico, Ryan, they want their Nick Bosa yep. for their defense. And to me, where I get into the conversation, and to me that makes sense. You know, most years, like what you said, is the logical way. Let's get our quarterback now, and we'll address. But here in a year where Again, I don't think there's a perfect quarterback. And this is the only perfect pass rusher in the draft. I think you you take the chance here and get him and go, okay, we got our guy, that's for sure rather than the other way around of going, wait, we get a quarterback, and we go, wait, I don't know who we're going to find as a pass rusher now, right? right? To where, to your example, you get Tyree now, now we're at pick 12. We got other picks in the second round. If we want to move up to pick seven or eight or whatever else to get the quarterback, or maybe one just falls at 12, then they're there, sitting pretty and okay. And uh, I, I get the sense that that's what's going to happen too. But you yeah, know, they we'll got see. some options there. I want right. to dig a
0: little bit deeper into what happened yesterday with Will Levis. Yeah, let it, It's crazy. Wow. So basically, it's crazy
1: that Reddit can do that. <laughs> so
0: Reddit did it yeah. because there are a lot of things on Reddit that are true. Yeah, people know sure. these are just human beings that have connections with people out there. And so this was on the subreddit Sportsbook, a good place to post this if you want to move some lines. Well,
1: I love Reddit too when you talk about it with older people. Have you talked about Reddit with anybody plus fifty years I mean, old? I feel like I'm borderline. Well, like, yeah, we are. We're up there. Reddit. But like when I, my dad, he's like, oh, Reddit, like Reddit. Like, I don't get it. Like who, who are they? Why are they breaking news? And I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah. "They're laughs> yeah, John Reddit. They're yeah. not breaking any news. It's a chat forum where people discuss things. That <laughs> like a message board right. back in the day. Will yeah. Levis currently
0: plus four thousand is what this poster said. Plus four thousand to be the first overall pick. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he's telling friends and family Carolina will in fact take him on Thursday. You are welcome. So to, uh, telling everyone to place their bets as we speak, and a lot of people did that because the odds moved significantly. And so, Jay, I want you to put yourself back in the position of head trader and you get a rumor like that, and you see what the numbers did. I mean, we go from plus 5,000 to plus 400 just in the matter of a night. Um, how are you reacting to that that rumor on Reddit?
2: Yeah, well, the first thing is, what a huge day for user sale agreeable 2834. <laughs> Everyone's talking about Jimmy Butler scoring 56 on the bucks. This guy had an even better day. Yeah, it might be so. just a one-hit <laughs> one wonder. <laughs> yeah, just an absolute banner yeah. day for, uh, for that guy. But, I mean, yeah, like it's laughable. And I think with this kind of stuff, you have to sift through, like, what's real, what's not. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, they really trade up with all of that stuff, to take the guy who's fourth or fifth quarterback on a lot of people's boards. Right. like It just never really passed the smell test. But in terms of why the price moves is that it doesn't take much money to move these markets. Like, it doesn't take much, huh? Not, not much at all. Like, like if, an NFL game would take a lot. Yeah, right? an NFL game, like you're having to bet minimum five figures generally to move an NFL line. Gotcha. And you have to be marked as a sharp better. Gotcha. With this kind of stuff, you can bet 200 bucks And on it, can it can change the line. change the line immediately because – Traders don't know what – they don't have access to the information that's 100% right. Right. They don't know. They're jumping at shadows a lot of the time, and they're so, just moving aggressively because, yeah. you know, you don't want to be the trader or the company that laid all this money on Will Levis. Right. to, to cover their own ass. Yeah. So that's yeah. basically it. So right. You say these really aggressive movements. I think this is just nonsense. I, I, I would be baffled if Will Levis went one. I'd be absolutely. Flung.
1: Oh, I think we all would. Yeah, yep. that, that's not happening. Two possibilities, certainly. Sure. I still don't buy it. I won't. I don't think Will Levis starts till four, and that's the the, the conversation there. Yep. You know, but well, off of that, yeah. I
2: think one of the more interesting bets at the moment is you can bet on the second quarterback to be drafted so bryce young go one we expect and then second quarterback will levis is the heavy favorite he's minus 275 yeah cj stroud is plus 250 and i wonder when everything is said and done like stroud was the stroud was minus 400 to go one right like three weeks ago right and so when all this is said and done CJ Stroud really gonna go after Will Levis? Is the team not gonna trade up to three and yeah. take Stroud if he's sitting there? A team like Tennessee or just anyone can trade up to three or the Colts could take him at four. Uh I I, I would be shocked if CJ Stroud really slid just based on everything uh coming into the draft.
1: I I I'm I'm with you now that that coming off, you know, everything into the draft is, is still all the film related stuff, right? So and I think there's not much argument there, as I kinda of discussed with you a little bit on Monday, Ahmed. It's just that Most people I talk to, I mean, it's slam dunk. Film alone, C.J. Stroud is definitely one or two, right? But yes, it's the. I'm actually more on the. I think he is going to fall out of the top five. I think. I think just because of, you know, I know how important and we kind of hit on this a little. Money is these these personality processing tests. These S two right is the famous one out there right now, and. You know, as I said on Monday a little bit, they don't predict success, but so far they've been pretty damn good in pre- predicting failure, yep. right? And I think that's he's got a number, and again, don't shoot me. I'm just a messenger that predicts it's not going to go good. Hmm. And I think that scares teams to death, right? You know, yeah. NFL teams by most by nature, you know some of them, they're conservative anyway. So then they get a number that's like, whoa, it's pretty much 100%. Once you go below this number, it doesn't work. That's they look at that and go, well, shit. You know, God, am I going to get fired on something that I know is a hundred percent like going to happen? Mm. And that's where I think there's you know the risk or, or the scaredness of, of drafting C.J.
0: Stroud in that. Which if that does happen yeah. to C.J. Stroud, yeah, like I said on Monday, no one's going to take that test anymore. It's like, oh, you yep. get a ninety-eight. That's that's fine, but it doesn't right. mean you're going to be great. Yeah. You get an eighteen or a twenty, yeah, that's bad. So why why even take this anymore? I want to go to the third pick. Yeah, because I think that's really interesting too because you have a team there that might not want to stay there. And so now you're not just trying to place a need with the Arizona Cardinals. You're like, all right, who may trade up? Who may they like? And so the Eds, as we uh, currently have them right now, these could change. They probably have changed by the time you're watching this. Uh, Tyree Wilson, the favorite to go third overall as well, at plus at 300. But then you got Will Anderson right behind him. You got C.J. Stroud tied with Will Anderson at plus 350. Paris Johnson, a tackle off the board at plus 400. Then you got a couple quarterbacks there in Richardson and Levis. And Jalen Carter pops up for the first time at plus 1,400. So, yeah, how, how did the the third overall pick
2: odds look to you? So I think with all these markets, like you gotta play the domino game. So Bryce Young go one, two, now it looks like defense and looks like Tyree Wilson most likely to Houston. And then at three, like the two big pieces of I guess mail that I've gotten around this draft two big things one Houston don't like CJ Stroud for right. whatever reason right. same agent as Watson but that, agreed that is out there and that, then the other thing that's out there yeah. is that Arizona can't no one wants to trade up for three right. Arizona are kind of stuck right with this pick at the moment so like that could change like a team if a quarterback if all the quarterbacks are there maybe someone trades up out of nowhere for three but otherwise it seems like they're either going to go defense and will anderson if yeah. tyree's gone or they're going to draft paris johnson jr i know uh, so be. Th- those are the ones in play uh in terms of like a bet you can find out there anthony richardson at 15 to 1 to go three just on the thought that maybe a team really likes richardson and wants to trade up right um but yeah three is a bit of a mess and it's going to all depend on two
1: a mess it really is and three is like yeah the trade right and okay yeah they want to trade down but the, the big thing is Who is anybody trading up to get? And to me, there's only one guy there that you would trade up. The number one player in the draft and who Arizona should take is the big fucker from Georgia, (laughs) Jalen Carter. Hands down, he's the best player, but... And, and that's the one, like, at plus 1,400, I, I mean, I'm looking at that right now going, damn, I might just throw some change on that just to see if it hits. And if it hits, wow, mm-hmm. right? I would probably bet the Will Anderson angle. I'm in the – where I'm torn with them, and I erred I on Will Anderson in my mock drafts, is just because Jonathan Gannon from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. D-line. I mean, they just drafted a Georgia D-tackle last year. We know how important that is. They need it, right? And then Monty Austin Ford, the GM who's – you know, previously in Tennessee and in New England before that, you know, I could see him being scared of a guy like Jalen Carter. And then, of course, there are a team that's had a lot of off-the-field, dysfunctional crap happen over the last year to where maybe they don't want to risk that. And they just want to go, let's go with the safe guy yeah. and Will Anderson. We know he's going to be real good for a long time. Might never be a superstar, but he's going to be real good. Right? I don't think he's worth the number three pick, but... That's where I, you're right. The number three yeah. is all over the place. It's a scary. It's a scary time for us on this
0: podcast because we have uh, staked our claim that Will Anderson is not the best defensive player in this draft, and Chris has actually made a bet. He's kissed <laughs> feet on this pod before, <laughs> and now he actually might have to kiss his own. What's rear.
1: worse, kissing my own butt or kissing your feet? <laughs> I I, I want to say Fates. your feet. I feel yeah, yeah, exactly. Fates yeah. A Neither are great. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Fates are <not> good. So <laughs> what was what was your bet to yourself? What did you say? What was the problem? proclamation that you made on this i said
1: podcast. that will anderson wouldn't be a top 10 i believe right No, no, no no, top no. pass rusher top, no, he would be not the first be first defense top pass rusher yes. first defensive first
0: non-quarterback right, right. off That's the board right. and so right now <laughs> i said i also said i wouldn't take him to the top 10 <laughs> but yes. yeah we've we've uh, forgotten that but you didn't that. you didn't say that you would yeah right kiss part of your body <laughs> for that one uh the line right now on will anderson over under pick three and a half Over is minus 175. Under is plus 135. So, Chris, it looks like you might not have to do that. So I guess, Jay, that means that Vegas thinks he might fall out of the top three. Is that what that means?
2: Yeah, it does. And I think, again, it's largely based on whether Arizona can trade the pick. Because if Tyree goes two and then three, if Arizona are going to draft defense, it's probably going to be Will Anderson. But also Paris Johnson Jr., a lot of momentum around him. So I think Will Anderson will ultimately slide. And if he goes past Arizona at three... Colts aren't going to take Will Anderson. They're going to take a quarterback, most likely. Right. Five. It seems like Seattle's going to take Jalen Carter.
1: Definitely, because they don't. They don't care. Oh, <laughs> they'll, well, they'll just take he's just perfect take him for him. them. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's. Yeah. Like I said that on Monday. P. Carroll's going to chew gum, yeah. take his shirt off, and run to Kansas City to <laughs> yeah. hand in the card for Jalen
2: Carter. Yeah, exactly. And so at that point, then he's then he's really starting to slide. Yeah. So who, who knows where we'll go after that? I
1: know. I know. People sometimes think Detroit at like six could do I that. I've seen so. that. So Jalen
0: Carter's over under it. Six point five. The over is plus one fifty-five. The under is minus one ninety. So it seems like yeah, either Seattle, the Cardinals. Who knows? But Detroit seems like a floor. For I,
1: him. I, I was told that Seattle, Detroit did their homework on Jalen Carter. If he's on the board, they're taking him, okay. and that's that's that'll be interesting to see. But yeah, both both teams could use it. Certainly, I can't imagine him falling past that. I really can't. If he falls past six, that's when I start to get in there. We could start to get into action for Jalen Carter. Like that's where I start to go. Uh Oh, he's at seven in Philadelphia is there at 10 with pick 31 and Fletcher Cox on the last year of his deal or, you know, one year deal. That's where I would get scared of teams like that with the multiple picks now trading up to try to, you know, make a move to get them. Let's talk
0: a little bit about quarterbacks here, because I think uh, a lot of people had those four quarterbacks going pretty early and then maybe no other quarterback going in the first round. When Chris did his mock draft on Monday, you had Hendon Hooker in there, and you've been higher on Hendon Hooker than right. the, the community, although he's gotten some I think love. it's going up. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, am
1: I high enough? I feel like everybody's <laughs> like, now he's going 12. He's, got, you know, he's going everywhere now. So here,
0: here was Sims' mock draft on Monday. Had Hendon Hooker going 23rd overall to the Minnesota Vikings. So the line right now for quarterbacks in the first round, uh, over under four and a half is over is minus 160 under is plus 130 so it, it looks like vegas is coalescing around the fact that four are yeah, going to be right in the first four round Four for sure Four we'll we'll for sure. right for hooker that's right. going to be the question so the question is hendon hooker i yep, guess that, yeah. that's the market it's yeah.
2: minus 160 that hendon hooker is going to go in the first round i guess like there's some really outside chance anthony richardson could slide but surely he's going to go in the yeah. first round and so it's basically a better hendon hooker and i think that it's more likely he goes in the first round if Houston draft defense at two because surely they're going to need a quarterback. Yeah, and they might uh, they could even take him at twelve. Right, they could, could be the only guy yeah. left where yeah. they
1: go. We got to take him at twelve. They could trade right. up.
2: They could package um, to get back in the first round as well. So I suspect he will go in the first round, but but it's no lock.
1: Yeah, and he's also the prime candidate for team that you know get the fifth-year option. Team that's got a pick early in the second, top half of the second, and maybe has some other assets. Let me get to pick 31. Mm-hmm. Whoever the Chiefs wanted on the board, they felt like they can get him in day two. Let's get to pick 31 so we can lock this guy up, have a fifth-year option available to us like we've seen teams do. I think there's a very real possibility that could happen uh, as well. Like Somebody can jump into that conversation there.
0: Yeah, I think quarterbacks is interesting. How many will go? Where will Hendon Hooker go? Will he be in the first round? And also the wide receivers because we saw such a prolific wide receiver class last year what was it six in the first round right and this year chris you had three two oh, had two, in the, two in the first I only round i think had... three have a grade of being a first rounder so zay flowers uh smith and jig right. and then addison from usc no i had oh, uh, quentin johnson you remember, remember quentin from, johnson yeah, yeah tcu yeah. addison you
1: didn't have johnston in your first no. round though he was one of my guys where you know and, and we'll hit on this maybe in a little bit or there was yeah there were some guys that you know, there's four or five guys, Quentin Johnson being one of them, where I went, man... Am I really not going to have him in the first round? Damn, right? But he's on the borderline for me. So, yes, he got left out, but I certainly could see him going in those last five, six picks. So, Jay, Chris only had two in yeah. his first round. The over-under is three and a half, and it's about even either way,
2: uh, betting the over or the under here. So, kind what's of your, what's your feel on the wide receiver market in the draft? So, Jackson Smith and Jigby, he'll go first round for sure. Zay Flowers should go in the first round. And then it's a question of Addison and Johnson. I right. think that Addison, has been a lot linking him to the Chargers,
1: I, um, Which I just can't believe I, i'm just in shock over the jordan addison love i mean there's obviously somebody that likes him, or two teams that like him. i've yet to talk to somebody who's even thrown him in the top court receiver conversation yep but you're right i mean it's kind of undeniable it yep. seems like the markets mock drafts everybody's kind of got him in there
2: yep so it's going to be addison and johnson those are the two swing guys right. i think and it seems like addison will go first round so then it becomes whether we think quentin johnson's first round pick i'd probably lean yes slightly mm-hmm. um but again that that one's a coin toss and I think it's interesting because, you know, the past couple of years we've seen rookie wide receivers do stuff that just hasn't been done in right, the past with right. what Justin Jefferson did his rookie year. Yeah. Olave Jamar and Wilson, Jamal right. Chase. Like yeah. these guys have been out of their minds. Uh and this just isn't the same class. No. It's just not the same level. These these guys like jsn is the best guy he's not at that level
1: yeah i no i agree i don't think he's the best guy either i that's where i would fight back i think that that, you know our guy like uh zay flowers has a chance to be a jalen waddle ish guy that's where i'm I'm interested like yeah how confident are you in the you know jackson smith and jigba market there right because like i know teams and i said this on monday where he he despite even the injury concerns Mm. he's not as great at as highly right I have some other teams who go, oh, he's definitely going 10 through 20, 10 through 20, 10 through 20, right? But as I told him, I have other teams that go, no, we kind of have the high second-round grade on him. I mean, he's a slot-only receiver. He ran, you know, a 4-5 at his pro day, which is kind of looked at as a 4-6 at the combine. And then you add on the hamstring thing, Mm. Right. Where, I mean, do you get a feel that the market's confident that he goes in top 15 or 16? I mean, the thing is, is that so right now he's around minus 400
2: to go to be the first wide receiver taken. So it's not like minus 20,000. Like it's not an absolute lock. The market's made him favorite, but that minus 400 hasn't really moved in a while. And I think that with someone like him who is. Seemingly relatively low ceiling. Right, there is the chance that he could drop, and in the first round, someone takes, you know, Zay Flowers, who has a bit more upside potential. That's what I kind of thought.
1: Is how I played it. I know. I just I wonder if the NFL world will be able to really just pull the trigger on a guy that didn't play because of a hamstring issue, and you play receiver, and the hamstrings kind of important at that position. That's, that's the other part I'm just yeah. uh, kind of flabbergasted about. The
0: cool thing is we all find out on Thursday <laughs> right. when it all happens before our eyes, which is the cool thing about all this. We see if we're right or wrong or if teams thought differently than the consensus out there. So, Jay, before we let you go, we've got to get a couple – of actionable thoughts and mm. perhaps bets out there
1: make us some money Jay. make us some money some, yeah uh, <laughs>
0: your favorite chalk bet so the bet out there that uh, is the favorite but you're like yeah that i'm i'm going still some value there yeah
2: so chris and i talked about this on my show last week but i think tyree wilson will be the first defensive player taken when we talked about it, it was plus 275 yeah now it's minus 150 right i still think that's a bet just because everything i've heard is that Houston have him over Anderson, and I think that Arizona have him over Anderson as well. Yeah, and I think one of those two teams will draft defense, right. and so Tari Wilson will be the first defensive player off the. Not board. be
0: kicking your, or kissing your rear, no, or kicking come anything. On, yeah. Come yeah, on, really diary, any, no feast. <laughs> uh,
2: all right, what about a long shot yeah. bet out there? Well, I think that. So one, and it's a random one, but Cody Mark to be uh, drafted in the first round is plus 400. I've heard that he's going in the first round, and it's plus 400. I don't really know much beyond that. I've just heard that he's going to be taken in the first round. So I think that's a better plus 400. And that's the thing with... With these type of things, like if I hear something that, oh, this guy is going here, but it's minus 300. I was yeah. like, well, if the information pretty bad that <laughs> right. I'm left kind of holding the bag. But at plus 400, uh, that's when I'm more willing to go in on just kind of tips.
0: North Dakota State offensive tackle
1: was not in your first-round mark. No. You, you were one of my at- favorite guards. He was uh, our honorable mention, right? Guard. Right? He's yeah, a guard. Yeah, guard. I thought he was more of a guard. He played tackle, to your sure. point. But he, I thought he was a guard when it all said and done, right? Kind of like a Peter Skaronsky, a poor man's version of that. But I could see that, you know, if it becomes a run of offensive linemen and we get to a few teams at, you know, the end of the first round and go, wait, wait we need this, he's going to be the next guy up. A little bit like Cole Strange was last year, right? Where it's like, wait, you know, yeah, I had him as a second-round pick, but a run happened in old linemen, he was the next guy up. And New England was like, shit, we have a big gap between him and then the next guy, so we're going to take him now, right? And yeah. I, I, I don't think that's crazy. Yep. Again, good old linemen are not easy to find right now. They're not. It's so, so few of them are ready to play in the NFL. And North Dakota State guys have proven they're ready, let alone this guy shows the skill set. When he first said the name, I thought he said his Australian accent. And he was like, Cody I Mark. Butchered. I was like, I didn't study Cody Mark. Oh, shit. That's why you were looking like that. I was literally we're like, shocked. oh, shit. Hold on. I got to type in. There's somebody I missed in the process. <laughs> Cody Mark, M-A-R-K? Mark. It's Mock, mock, mock. Chris, Mark. we probably have that video of Chris's face
0: because I was watching your. You face. saw me? I thought you were just that shocked. I was literally was about to be time. like,
1: "Wait, I got a." Who's he talking about, Cody Mark? I fucked up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you uh, made me give me a heart attack. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> Cody draft. Mark, Chris, what's your uh, what's your breakdown? Of? <laughs> I don't know who yeah, he is. Yeah, <laughs> damn.
0: Jay giving Chris a heart attack. Yes, thank you, pot. Jay. We appreciate <laughs> that. We appreciate all the insights and the knowledge, and uh, we yeah we can't wait to see what uh, what plays out here. Come back and talk odds with us. We love talking yeah. some of the betting lines to. and what the, what the betters and consensus things out there. Because as Chris said last year. It was like spot on. It was like scary Vegas last year. We don't trust it this year, but maybe after Thursday we will trust we, we it again. We were in
1: the barn last year in the first <laughs> round and the first three picks, man, and I looked at them and I just said, why didn't I was to Vegas? <laughs> it's fucking chalk. Like, what, what was I doing here? Appreciate uh, it, Jay. Yeah, you the uh, man, you Jay. Gentlemen. Jay. Got, he's got a
0: whole lot of other things to do. He's on like 17 different shows here talking football the rest of the week. The action never stops at BetMGM. You can sign up now using the bonus code SIMS. Your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000.
1: So say Jay Says bet $100 on Cody Mark or Cody Mock, all right, to go in round one. If you win, you get $400, but if you lose, you still get $100 worth of free bets, Ahmed. So simply download the BetMGM app today or go to
0: BetMGM.com and to the bonus code SIMS to make your first wager risk free up to $1,000.
3: Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, The threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win, defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?
0: That was a whole lot of fun, and that now was just I didn't like really that. enjoy it. He's been eliminated. He's, uh, he's out of here. Gone. <laughs> microphone, Cody gone. Mark. Uh, how dare uh, you? <laughs> uh, Morgan was in here taking all of that away. It's just like he wasn't even here anymore. Uh, yeah, I looked at your face, and I was like, "Wow, he's really fascinated by the the fact that this offensive lineman could go in the first round." I was panicked. <laughs> like that
1: was total fucking panic. I was literally like, "Oh my gosh, there's somebody I didn't watch that I was like." Falling through the cracks on yeah. me here. Yeah, I mean, I, I first it was like literally going through my brain, like, wait, how could I have missed somebody that was? And then I was like, wait, I was about to type in Cody Mark. Yeah, Cody Mark, Penn State linebacker, <laughs> yeah. <and> I, <laughs> a lot of buzz about him. Right, he <laughs> may, go, oh, he may go in the twenties. Uh, that
0: was that was awesome. All right, so those are some of the predictions out there. Vegas has got their predictions, but as always, we like the input from the homies too, right? We, we gotta have it. And so Pete has put this together once again, and I'm, I'm going to fill this out later today. It is the sims 2023 draft top 10 contest so here's the promo for it i'm gonna just read it read it the 2023 draft is almost here and now you can predict who you think will be selected for your chance to hear your name on the podcast and receive some chris sims unbuttoned swag yes yes as I promised on Twitter, I go, it, you'll have it by 2028. <laughs> we'll get there. Maybe 2029. Right. And, and Pete goes, come on. And I go, that's a that's a safe promise. Um, so go to <laughs> Chris's Twitter account that is at quarterback. There's no blue check there, so you just have to trust that that's actually Chris. Right. That's gone. Uh, there's a link to the contest there. Polls close at 2 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, April 27th. Results going to be revealed on the Monday pod May 1st. Uh, we've already got 323 responses so far. I hope that we get one homie. So if you're listening to this or watching it, go out there and fill it out because I
1: want one homie to nail the top 10. Damn, I am. Uh, me too. How cool would that be? be I mean, amazing. I, I'm rooting for that too. Damn, I'll you know, forget the swag. If some one of the homies nails the top ten, I thousand dollars cash from me. Period. What? I'm saying it right now. Seriously? Definitely. Wow. They deserve it because I mean, Pete's not going to get them the swag, and your your <laughs> wife's not going to start working the printing press. She's oh, been slacking. So big time. <laughs> I, gotta, yeah. I guess it's just going to come out of my pocket. No, I'm dead serious. Somebody gets the top ten right, I'm giving a thousand dollars in cash. I'll no mail it. I'll FedEx it to you overnight. Did you just come up with this on the Wow. I totally or had you did been thinking about this. No, no, I just you know, I just felt like you know it'd be a good incentive. I, I kind of thought about it the other day when you kind of you guys yeah. said it. And I was like, what's something that I could do to just add to the, oh. the flavor there? Everyone no one wants to see me kiss my own butt again or kiss your feet again. So a thousand dollars should wet some, wet some people's appetite a little and, bit.
0: And Pete says if no one wins it, then it will be split amongst Pete and Morgan <laughs> and Kristen not. and Gabby Maybe and the whole crew. Maybe Morgan
1: and Kristen and Gabby, but <laughs> definitely not Pete or you. I know All that. Right. <laughs> so you gotta
0: you gotta you gotta rush to your computer right now. The link is on his Twitter account. I'm gonna fill it If I win. And you do can do put it
1: on, yeah, if you do, if you get ten rounds, I'll give you a thousand. I will. I will. You can put that on there too. <laughs> pete yeah. sim said he gives a thousand cash anybody gets 10.
0: now it is only one entry per person though so we got we want to oh, make, yeah, that make clear. sure we so do don't that don't do anything right. shady <laughs> yeah. out there all i right? have a
1: hundred different entries <laughs> yeah i think it's got to be linked to an
0: email address and we're gonna check too so <laughs> yeah. be careful out there uh that's awesome all right so get out and fill out your top 10 we got some more questions from the homies because cool. we like to answer those uh all the time as well. And this first one, Pete, there's no name associated with it. Is this? Is this I think just this, you, is, Pete? this
1: is something I gave Pete. I was just like, you know, I didn't bring this up on the last one. I'd Got like it. to bring up some of the names that hurt me, but right. that I think have that have first round grades that certainly can sure. go in the first round. That that maybe I, you know, that I'm wrong. All right, this one is from C Sims, quarterback. Hey, Chris, love <laughs> the show. Looking awesome as always. Who
0: are some players who weren't in your round one who you think could still go there? Sure. You didn't have a mocked in the first round. We just heard about Cody Mark or Mock that could go in the first round. (laughs) Who are some other names that you think could go in round one?
1: So along those lines, just along the guard category, and Cody Mock is a guy that I had him at like 35 to 45 range, I believe, when we did it. Um, Osiris Torrance, right, from Florida, the big guard. You know, who I said the only guy that pushed him back on any film I ever watched was Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. Other than that, he was pretty stand up. You know, has a lot of the uh, same traits that the kid at, um the, the Texans took last year. They took a guard out of Texas. A- Kenyon Green. Way to go, Pete. You the man. Yeah, very similar to that. So I think he's a guy. We just talked about Quentin Johnston, right, from TCU. Yep. I mean,. No doubt a guy that, yeah, towards the end of the first round, I, I and when I got doubled my mock, I was like, damn, no Quentin. I can't believe I don't have him on there. All right, so there's another one for you. Matthew Bergeron, our other offensive lineman. Offensive Syracuse. lineman, we gave him honorable mention. I yeah. think he's another guy that could definitely go in that last five to six picks of the first round.
0: Is that based on the fact that there could be a run on offensive
1: lineman, or are those things that you're hearing from some – I think a base there. of the offensive line, and no, and and I know he's, I know from friends that he's viewed in in that area. I think he's like for for a, an example, like Bergeron seems like he's a little bit of like last year's Tyler Smith, right? Mm. Remember Tyler Smith who the Cowboys drafted? Yeah. You know, he was one of those guys where it was it was a little raw tackle, but you went, "Ooh, I see all the traits," and then like the run blocking was insanely good to where you're like, he can definitely play guard. But let's get him in camp, and if he can do some of the technique things, he could play tackle too. And that's what happened uh, to to our guy last year, Tyler Smith, who got drafted by the right. Cowboys. Right. So he's one and i think a team that's looking for a guard or somebody like that if they do do in the end of the first round he he could be a guy that goes off the round uh, off the board. And then Darnell Washington, the big tight end from Georgia. You know, he's another one of those guys where on my list of all my first round grades, he was the guy that i have as fringe. I had him 32, 33 somewhere in that type of range. I think there's a very real possibility he goes in the first round too. So, those are there's four names that, you know, jump out to me as can go. And you know, names that – I do want to throw out a name or two that maybe don't go in the first round that, that I could be wrong. You know, I know my Giants with D.J. Turner, right? Yeah. That's certainly a possibility. I know I'm higher on him than most. I know there are some that are high on him, though, in the NFL. Yeah, you mocked him to the Giants yeah. corner out of right. Michigan. Right, right. So, he, but he could be a guy that ends up being a pick 35 or 36, sure. right? You know what I'm saying? Brian Brzee from Clemson, that was one where – I definitely had some people text me to go, I, I don't think Brazil will go where you said he'll go. I think mm. he'll end up being towards the top of the second, right? So those are just some names uh, that, that you know were interesting to me. During my process and then yeah. even after the process a it's little a, bit.
0: It's a hard exercise because there are so many, obviously, vari- variables here and how different teams view these players, what they need, and then how much it costs. You know, taking a running back high, you got to pay him the same as a quarterback who hits, and it's just not worth it. Yeah. And so those guys fall. Yeah, there's a and lot. so this question kind of um, leads to that. And I think, Pete, did you move it down there? Oh, here it is. Uh, Addiem 27, Addiem 27, a big-time homie that always chimes yeah. in here. Uh, if you had to pick the top five players in this draft, who would they be? So these are just the guys, regardless of value, and, yeah, you don't take a running back high, and maybe this team doesn't need this. Like, Who are your top five NFL players in this draft?
1: I think you know my one and two. Jalen Carter and Tyree Wilson are one two, right? Your top two guys are defensive players. Definitely. No doubt about it. If I was going to go off a of film, CJ Stroud would be my 3. Mm. Uh, I understand the And yeah, the value of the quarterback is probably even adding to that ranking there a little, but uh, off that, yes. If you if you would have asked me this, you know, before all these reports came out, if I want to be, you know, honest to you, I think that that's where I'd go. He'd be 3, Witherspoon would be four, B. John Robinson would be five. Oof, that's the exact same five that Addie M twenty seven had. I think that's you know, that that's how I would look at it. Listen, I understand with you know, hey, if we were to now get into the the concerns of CJ Stroud and if you wanted to now, you know, take him off the board there or whatever, right? That's where now that next conversation you get into is who you'd put in that top, that's where it gets interesting. Yeah. You know, that's where you get into you know, is it a is it a Peter Skoronsky, right? Is it one of the tackles, you know? Is it is it you know, Dalton Kincaid from Utah would be up in that conversation for me there? Um but I, I think that's how I kinda of feel as far as that top five. Wow. The crazy thing is though, is is you know, for for most – there's not as many top five-ish guys as, you know, at least for where I put it in my brain, right? Top five is, like, cream of the crop, awesome, like, whoa kind of guys. And, like, as soon as you get to five or six here and that kind of exercise, you, you go, oh, that's a really good player. But I'm not like, whoa, wow, oh, right. my gosh, like you are in some years. That's
0: kind of the fear that I've had the longer we've talked about this. And maybe it's just that the longer you talk about it, the more you see him, the more you're less impressed by the highlights. You've already seen it all. But the more we talk about it, the more I'm like ah, – are we going to have some superstar players in this draft or is this just going to be a down a down year?
1: I, I, uh, I you know, I think like uh, I, I think it's going to be down probably as a whole. I do. I don't know. But there's some guys I look at that go have a real chance. I mean, we know. Yeah. Yeah. The those, Carters, the Tyrese. Yeah. There's some guys with real potential to do something here. There definitely is. Um, so I, I don't think we're going to be hurting from a sport or, or that standpoint by any stretch of the imagination. And I think also, too, there's some guys that I will say that, you know, I know through the process where, you know, we had some receivers who are second and third round type guys where I went, man, they got a lot to be like special NFL players. I just... Not sure about this one element and how mm. it's going to kind of trans- transition to the NFL, right? So there's some of that to where, you know, hey, my guy from Tennessee, Byron Young, right? The pass rusher yeah. who's, you know, whatever, 250 and ran 4-4 flat, right? There, there's some things about his game where I go, it won't shock me if he's one of the two best pass rushers in football in a few years. So along those lines, yeah. this leads
0: perfectly to JB Twoot's tweet Said, what player do you like the most that you definitely don't think will be drafted in the first round? And then he goes, by the way, the big butt of the year winner should get a pair of red pants. From me,
1: that is true. <laughs> that is true. The
0: elephant trophy, Yes. and then an extra large. And what is it? What waist would I need for those red pants? Oh what man, are you talking here,
1: y- y- yo, fifty? Oh, I, I'm, yeah, probably more than, I, I guess fifty, probably about 50, that. You're right. Okay. I, I don't even know. You're right. It depends <laughs> on the size of their belly. I know. <laughs> I think that's where you know you get into that
0: conversation a little bit. But you mentioned Byron Young, a guy that you really like that you don't think is. I mean, he's not going to go in the first round, but it wouldn't shock you if he showed up and did some amazing things. So, who are some other players that you think that for whatever? reason injury they just aren't looked at that way won't be first rounders but could be first round right
1: i think there's all right two pass rushers right off the bat that i look at to go yeah it's going to be in the second round but have a chance like in the year or two where we go man that guy should redraft he's a top 25 pick right byron young's one i'm going to say yeah you know along that position Derek hall from auburn is another one same type of thing you know those are two guys with incredible talent sam laporta my Iowa tight end that you know I, I love, yep. right? I think he's a, probably a guy that goes to the top part of the, the second round. I don't, I don't think it's crazy to think maybe he sneaks late first if things fall right. But either way, he's a guy that, yeah, I expect to go in the second that I think can can be phenomenal in that area. Let me throw the wide receiver then. Oh. You and I both liked Michael Wilson, Stanford. Definitely. I mean, 100%. He's had some injury problems. That's why he's going to fall. But He's he's liked by everybody. Yes. It's just going to be where his team's going to be comfortable to finally take him. I have a feeling he's going to end up end up probably even being in the third round because it's a little bit of an extensive injury history there. Mm. But, yes, there's a guy, to your point, exactly right, where you can go, whoa, like we hit gold in the third round with this receiver right here. Um, uh, I had somebody else on my mind that I was going to hit on um, – you know, we hit on some of the old linemen there. Um, you know, the D-tackles. So the D-tackles, like the big guy, you know, as far as maybe not stars, but guys that start, the Keanu Benton from Wisconsin, right? He's a guy that I look at to go, yeah, I don't. he's not going in the first round, but he can be a really damn good defensive lineman for a team for a long time. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think I had a few other guys. You know, Cam Smith from South Carolina, the corner. Yeah. Be another guy I'd throw in there, you know, the, into that conversation. Uh, but I think those are the ones kind of off the top of my head that that, that make the most sense. Keely Ringo also corner yeah. from Georgia. Right. Keely Ringo. You know, I mean, you know, my thoughts on I think those Illinois safeties are going to help a football team out in a major way. Right. They're not going to go in the first round. Um, yeah yeah I'm missing somebody else I had somebody else in my mind right, well, but oh you know you know me I'll get back to it Sidney Brown thing. and Quan Martin Quan those Martin. two safeties yeah. from Illinois right.
0: that you mentioned how about some running backs some running back talk uh, Ted J Rowland says what about Jameer Gibbs being taken even earlier at pick 22 for Baltimore a great offensive weapon alongside OBJ for Lamar Jackson to transition to more of a pocket passer. Good weapons also if Lamar gets injured and they require a backup quarterback.
1: It's an interesting thought. You know, I think about them and would they go receiver, right? I mean, they're, they're a team that would be interesting there too. Um, I don't feel like... I mean that would be a, it, it. There's certainly like I don't look at that and go, oh no, that's a bad idea. That's too early. I wouldn't be mad at Jameer Gibbs going right there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. He's a game changer. I I put a lot of stock into that. And you know, he's a guy that can catch a screen or take a toss sweep, and you can go, oh, we're, we're up seven, just on one play. I I think there's tremendous value in that. I don't know if I see them as being the type of team to do it. That's all I'm saying. Right. You know, I think they're a little bit of like, wait, we got Lamar and we got this offensive line, and the holes are always huge, and you know we got an advantage anyway, so let's not waste our capital on that, right? Yeah. So I, again, I wouldn't be mad at it, but I don't see that being a a, a Baltimore type of move, and I also just, man, they, I just. Yeah, the corner thing is still very much in my brain as a, as far as the need for their football oh, the team. The Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but his thought, your thoughts, not wrong there. I don't. Wouldn't I wouldn't be I'd shocked like if that. he's a first rounder. No, he's another guy. He's probably a guy I should have said, hey, I got him in the first round. He might end up going to the top of the second, right? Mm. You know, but I think his talent very much warrants the twenty through thirty two in yeah. the twenty twenty three NFL. Come on, he's made for it. Yeah, so those running
0: backs, yeah, it, it's tough. They could they could fall. Quarterbacks don't normally fall. We are seeing C.J. Stroud's name falling from what it was three weeks yeah. ago, as Jay said, was the number one guy. And now who knows how far he could go down. T.B. Kit says, what's the furthest you can see? C.J. Stroud dropping. Surely he doesn't get by the Titans at 11 or Texans at 12. Uh, if they don't go quarterback at two for Houston. Right. So, yeah, you had C.J. Stroud going eight in your mock draft to Atlanta. yeah. And I think I, I saw some of the reactions to that. Was like, no way he falls that far. But there are some other scenarios out there where he not only falls that far, but maybe falls even farther. farther. What right. do you
1: think is the absolute bottom floor for C.J. Stroud? I think our man at TB Kids is right. I think that's about right, that 11-12 area. I'd be shocked if it went past that. I mean, I, from from everything I know, Houston does not like C.J. Stroud. Right, I, 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 that's that's from, you know, that's not directly from them. That's from people, you know, around the NFL that you know, certainly know them or have some connections with them. But I, I, think that 11 or 12 spots, as far as it goes, if the Titans are, because I, cause I the, the, my logic for putting them at eight with the Falcons was that their grade was going to be, wait, he's one of the three best, four best players in our draft, and here we are at eight, and we got to take him even though we weren't planning on taking the quarterback. So I, I would think those teams have the same type of logic when it gets you know time. And he certainly would fit Tennessee-style of play and yeah. what they want to do. I mean, he's just a better version of Ryan Tannehill when he came out, really. Some teams could have similar conversations about
0: Anthony Richardson if he's falling as well. Das Batlam says, listening to the mock draft, interesting. Oh, good. You yeah. interesting on Monday. Yeah. Uh, Richardson, Chris. He said he's raw, he needs to play. Wasn't it the same thing with Lance at this time when it was said to sit him? What is the difference? So he's referring to Trey Lance coming out, North Dakota State, yeah. really hadn't played longer because he had a COVID year off and then it was kind of injured the year before. And so the amount of football that Trey Lance had play had played was was very stant right, right. at the time. Um, so, yeah, w- what do you think is ideal for Richardson and is it different than what it was for Trey Lance when he was coming out?
1: It, it, it's, uh, you know, the, the situation always is a little dependent. I don't know if it is. And listen, I, I don't remember exactly what I said about Trey Lance right when we made the quarterback rankings I remember quite I know at some point I got into they need to play he's got to play yes but I don't know if I said that before the draft so I'm not gonna say you know I I certainly could have been in the school like yeah he was raw I felt like you know he needed to learn part of my maybe learning more of the NFL and how I would approach things and self-scouting myself and all that too and maybe the Trey Lance is part of this with the Anthony Richardson thing, I am totally. When people tell me he don't we're gonna sit him for a year, I just go, okay, the, you're 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 playing with fire. That's that's just my opinion. You know, he's got to play. That's the problem. I mean, the rawness in which we're talking about is directly related to that. You're not going to get it in practice. I don't care what you do. Right. And he's got the skill set to where you can find other avenues to be successful and do some things, too. Anyways, so it doesn't all have to be put on like, hey, the thing you're most raw on, we need you to do play after play, after play, after play, after play, after play. Right. They're going to be able to go, hey, here's the thing you do good. Here's the thing you do pretty good. Here's things you do good. Oh, here's the raw thing. We got to just kind of work on it. OK, good job. OK, good job. You did good on that. Here's the thing you do good. Here's the thing you do good. Hey, raw thing. Back to that one play. Oh, OK, boom. I got it. I, I mean, you got to do that. Uh, it's 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 too hard the sport's too hard to just like get off the bike and you know okay and boom okay hey it's a year later it's two years later now we want to get on the bike and be the best bike rider around like it's just it's too much so I am part of the I've always been a part of the play 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 I know I've always been that guy yeah that for sure now I don't know exactly what I said with Lance at the time but I'm always a Peyton Manning what he did throw him out there so what if he throws 27 fucking interceptions the next year he might throw 50 fucking touchdowns what is the
0: most ideal spot for Richardson you think a place where he will play right away and also it's set up around him and maybe an offensive system or they can
1: develop an offensive system
0: around him that would set him up to succeed
1: the I mean you know the teams we talk about that are logically connected to him right off the bat yeah right the Colts of course I mean, it's Nick Siri. I mean, not Nick Sirianni. It's Shane Steichen. Right, right. I mean, they just had Jalen Hurst. You know that can work. The Texans, I could see that. I mean, again, it's Bobby Slovic. He just came from the 49ers. He was part of like, hey, we got to get Trey Lance run plays involved in the, you know, and let alone even without the Trey Lance run plays, I think that offense is conducive to that type of player too. So, yeah, I, I, those are two right off the the, you know. Right off the bat, that Mm -hmm. makes sense to me as far as system fit. Now, like, it's not a concerning thing overall, though. I think it's a little too much, you know, people make a big subject about it. He doesn't need a specific system necessarily. No. Like – Everybody has a quarterback design run now, yeah. right? It's in everybody's offense, you know? It just depends who's a quarterback, and it's like, oh, is Brady a quarterback? Okay, that's on page 97 now, but, yeah. oh, wait, it's this guy? Hey, we put it at page 7, right? So that's where it doesn't matter. I mean, the Bears' offensive coordinator, he had no quarterback design run You know, plays in his playbook. and It took got, him a little while. It took him a while to do it. You're right. I, it is, and I feel like that was almost more of an organizational, like, they finally came to it and were like, yeah. boom, let's go. Um, but yeah, I think that's a little like, again, you know, even got like Josh McDaniels at seven. We, we know that's not his offense, but we saw him with Cam Newton. He made the adjustment in no time. Right. So I don't think it's as big of an adjustment to infuse those plays into your offense as it once was maybe 10, 15 years ago. Speaking of the bears, they could be looking
0: at offensive lines, some yeah. players to protect Justin Fields. We've got a question from Connor McGinnis says, can Peter Skaronsky, be a surprise at tackle, like Sean Slater. Some analysts had Slater at guard due to his short arms, too. But Skaronsky's are only three fourths of an inch shorter.
1: They're both the same height, nearly the same weight. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't think I I don't think it's crazy to think Skaronsky can play tackle. I I have no doubt that he can do that and be really good at it. I just I'm pretty I, like. Uh, I have no doubt he can do it and be pretty good at it. Guard, I go, he's going to be really good, and he might be an all-pro a bunch of times, too. That's just how I feel. So, you know, again, that's, that's where he's a safe pick, too. There's wiggle room. It's kind of why I put him with the Bears. The Bears need an offensive lineman, and it's like, hey, we can just try it out a little at both places at first and kind of figure out what's the best five for us or whatever. Where I would say he's a little different than Slater is just that I don't think his anchor against the pass rush is quite as good as Slater's was. Uh, Slater showed – Enough in that department where he wasn't my favorite guy coming out then, but he was good in that department and better than Skoronsky was at that part. That's the part that scares me about Skoronsky. is just that, yeah, it's a little bit of a lack of the arm length and a little bit of a lack of the, you know, he doesn't have the same lower half. He's a little lower cut. And he can't quite stop that power, speed-to-power type of move as easily as Slater could. Still should be a top half of the first round Definitely,
0: 100%. So there's some wishful thinking here from Big Bad 016. No chance. Any chance Peter Skaronsky gets (laughs) to the Giants. I still prefer they beef up the interior O-line. I did see Peter King mock them with a tight end. And then Big Bad
1: goes... It's got to be either O line, corner, or wide receiver in the first round, right? I I, I think so. I think that's right. O line or corner, I got to think, could be the ones that you know are looked at the most. Tight end, I mean, we just traded for J- Darren Waller. We got Bellinger at tight end. We, we don't need a tight end in the first round. Please don't do that, Giants. Yeah. Okay, Skoronsky, no chance. Will he be there yeah. at that pick? Yeah. He's definitely like you said, like top fifteen for sure you know now Johnston is a name that you've heard sometimes right big tall wide receiver seems like might be right up Dayball's alley it it definitely could he could be that guy and Daniel Jones is a great back shoulder type thrower that that that'll work will you know the interior line yeah is there a guy there you know that that makes sense I'm you know maybe Osiris Torrance I I know John Michael Schmitz the the center from from Minnesota I certainly thought about that with the with uh, the Giants as well and then the corner position, you know, the corner position is, a, uh, I think, the most desperate need. And I don't – that's where I went corner, even though I know, you know, it's a little off the board for everybody else. It wasn't for me because I just went, wait, there's only one more shut down island corner in the draft. All the other guys are – yeah, they do other things good and have some size, but they can't be trusted on an island like this guy. And I just – that's where I went with, with uh, DJ Turner. But we'll, we'll see where that goes and – uh you know, I think you're spot on there at Big Bad 016. You had Paris Johnson, the tackle yeah. from Ohio State, Ohio State right, going right?
0: seven to the Raiders. Yeah. And Hunter Rolls says, I was surprised to see the Raiders pass on both Stroud and Anderson in your mock. Are they really in a position to punt on this chance at getting a potential young quarterback stud? Thanks for preparing me for the typical disappointing Raider night one of the draft, and I love O lineman. So he is talking about... CJ Stroud, who you had go eight overall, and then Richardson, I think, is what he meant at twelve. overall. Oh, that's who he meant. Right? Right? He wasn't. I didn't mean Anderson. Yeah, right. I was. Yeah. yeah, Anderson.
1: Yeah. I don't. Even if Will Anderson was on the board at seven, <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're going to go that. That's
0: interesting. Yeah. You know,
1: I don't. And especially they have Max Crosby, and and they still have uh, Chandler Jones too. Uh, I I don't think they'll do that. Now, yeah, um, I, I understand. You know, I'm I'm playing the angle of. Hey, the testing stuff and Stroud and all that, like the New England people are usually really big on that, the processing and all that. So that's, I just, that's where I, I don't think it'll happen. Richardson, you know, again, all I hear is good things about Richardson. So, I mean, I I don't know either. I don't know. I just, again, played the, I don't think that's the offense that Josh McDaniels wants to run. And he's got Devontae Adams who's going to go, wait, I want to catch the ball. And they're going to go, well, we got to run the quarterback design run again because he's raw here. Yeah. Like that's You're setting yourself up for a fucking disaster
0: if they do that. 007 Sports says which of these quarterbacks fits the Josh McDaniels scheme best and so yeah, not Anthony Richardson.
1: No, no. Well, yes, I mean, you know, just think about it. Oh, you just gave Jacoby Myers $11 million a year. You're paying Devontae Adams $27 million a year. You got Hunter Renfro. You're paying double-digit millions a year. Oh, yeah, we're going to run the ball every play with the quarterback and Josh Jacobs. Yeah. No way.
0: Maybe a good right? offense. For a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> yeah, right. Well, the, yeah, feed you the know, talent.
1: Stroud certainly would make sense. You know, Hendon Hooker, I think would be perfect. Levis as well. You know, so those three would work without a doubt. I mean, of course, you know, I think Stroud's the best player of the group there. You know, I I could really see Hendon Hooker being their cup of tea too. Mm. You know, I don't know if they would take him at seven. Maybe they're a team that looks to trade down and get him somewhere else. I don't know. You know they they got a lot of angles there they got they could use a corner they could use an offensive lineman you know they could use a big-time defense alignment right interior guy especially so they they have some options there as far as what fits for their team
3: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
1: Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba
0: LA 504 Animal says, with the Saints notorious for trading up and in need of a defensive lineman, if they do trade up, who would you think it'll be for? Love the pod, fan, since the Bleacher Report days. Keep up the great work, guys. Thanks,
1: buddy. Thanks, uh, LA, 504. LA 504 Animal, right? <laughs> um, trade up. So they pick twenty nine. Twenty nine. You had them in your mock taking Lucas, Lucas Van Ness out of right? Iowa. Yep, had him go in the D lineman. You know, is there really a defensive tackle to trade up for? I, I, I don't know if there's one to trade up for, right? You got your Mozzie Ma, Ma, Smith, right? That That's uh, Mazie? is Mazie Smith. Mazi, I get him so mixed <laughs> Mazi
0: up. Smith, which I feel like you're higher on than maybe... The community out there. So as far as a draft up guy, I right? Don't know.
1: Yeah, I I, I think. Um, and you mentioned Brian Brzee. Brian I might not go in the first round. Yep, I don't think he's a tra- trade up guy. I Well, I think where you can maybe get into the trade up conversation is that, yeah, if like a guy like Maisie was, really, you know, your last big time defensive tackle ranked, maybe you do trade up. But you know, really, I don't think they need to look at interior you know, all the way when it comes to this conversation either. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can go a little bit everywhere. They can do anything on the D-line. You know, they're they're aging in that department. You know, we talked about it on Monday. Cam Jordan's up there in age. Marcus Davenport's gone, right? So edge-type guy, you know, I, again, I wouldn't be shocked if they loved the Will McDonald from Iowa State. Yeah, If he was sitting there and we had a run, and let's say Van Ness is off the board and all them, and Will McDonald or Van Ness are sitting there at like low 20s and like they've they've deemed wait we need another guy here I I, I wouldn't be shocked but you know again with them specifically yeah it'd be interesting I don't know if there is a guy that like you'd trade up for Van Ness again is a guy like I said it's kind of a little all over the place some teams say oh he's definitely 10 for 20 and then other teams go no he's the very end of the first round so how they view him is is important to that. You know, you, you look at that. They drafted Peyton Turner, right, in first round two years ago, okay. right, which was I think he was like the last or second to last pick of the first round, which I thought was a little high for him, right? Pete, wasn't he a first rounder? He was end of the first. Or if not end of the first. He was top of the second. Um, So that, but, like, yeah, you know, they got Passan Young, who they, you know, got from the Chiefs a few years. They have no elite guy on the edge, so I, I could see them certainly wanting that guy and we'll see where it plays out. Miles Murphy of course is at the end right. of the first round. There there should be options.
0: Yeah, you have them taking Lucas Van Ness, but they do have different directions that they could go there. Greaves 101 has a question about, Van Ness, he goes, "Could Lucas Van Ness have a similar fall on draft night to George Carlaftis last year? So Carlaftis out of Purdue, where did he end up
1: going?" The the, the Chiefs, man. No, I know, but no. when, where in the draft? Oh, I was think he, he was 31. Yeah, right, was he supposed right. to go higher than that? I, yeah, I, you know, I thought he was going to go higher than that. I know that. I think a lot of people thought maybe he'd go, you know, hot 18, 19, yeah. 22, kind of around that range right there. Do you see them as
0: similar in maybe some of the questions that teams may have about them? You know, Vanessa's is more power, but he's still got that explosiveness to yeah. him.
1: Yeah, I think the teams that want to look at him just as a DN, they don't know if he's explosive enough. Mm. I think that's – and that that could be – and that was, I think, Carl Laftus's issues too. You know, he has all the – he has the size and the length they want, but I think there's question about does he have the first step and is he, you know, just this natural off-the-edge type pass rusher, right? I think a lot of people, including myself, think he's best when he's inside, right? But also I think there's some teams that go, man, he's, he's mid-270s, and that's not big enough for inside in the NFL. It might work in college, but in the NFL we're a little scared, we're not sure. And that's what leads to him falling down a little bit on some teams board there. Yeah. You know, so I that's where, you know, he's a tough one. I certainly could see him falling a little bit, yes. To where yeah, he's he's, you know, your cup of tea, a system fit, whatever else, that way. And I, I could see some teams going, No way. Is he our type of guy?
0: Two positions that I think really will be the story in the first round is edge. There could be six guys that go. Quarterback could be five guys that go. Let's get back to the quarterback talk here. Yeah. This is a sober wrestling. How much do you think the following year's quarterback class factors into how teams evaluate the draft? Is it implausible to think that Houston will pass on a quarterback for Caleb Williams or Drake May next year? So those are the two names that we hear. Caleb Williams, you hear everyone talk about him, say he he would be the number one pick this year, although I feel like we get that every year with a quarterback, but it does seem true with Caleb Williams doing things
1: on the field at USC. That I, I think it's fair. Patrick Mahomes does I mean, in the NFL. I think Caleb right Williams would have been the number one quarterback this year. If you're just you I, I got to watch USC enough at the end of the year where I got a really good feel for him, and I just don't watch to, too
0: much. Your your magic is that you just wait until I know I know right before the draft. Well,
1: that you know, and and again, I think that's too risky. You can't take that chance. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it doesn't
0: change their approach at
1: all. No, you strat. can't. You just can't do it. You can't play, oh, we're going to do this and that and this and this because we'll have one of these guys next year. And then all of a sudden you win a few more games than you wanted to. And all of a sudden you're drafting a number 12, and these guys are all, well, they're top four picks. You're screwed, right? So you got to take the guy now while you got the chance. Um, Caleb Williams, awesome. Drake May certainly looks like a natural quarter. The North Carolina kid. North Carolina. Yep. And let me just throw in another name. The, the quarterback from Washington, uh, he's the lefty, Panock, P- I'm not going to say his name right, Washington Huskies, and go ahead, you can look it up as I talk about him. He's a lefty. Okay.
0: The,
1: again, another guy that I looked at, you know, my dad kind of put me on him about halfway through the year, and I got to see him a few times in some of those late Pac-12 games. Phenomenal. I mean, to me, him and Caleb oh, Michael Williams. Michael Penix. Penix, right? Yeah. Sorry. To me, Caleb Williams and him will be the two quarterbacks, top quarterbacks drafted in next year's draft. With yeah, Drake May being in in that conversation. Yeah, Penix surprisingly came back. I know. I was shocked. Gone into the draft. He had some injuries. He had a transfer out of Indiana and went to Washington. And I guess he just felt like he needed another year, enjoy the college experience, whatever. Could be the power of the NIL
0: too in college. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Here's one from Raiders twenty-one eighty-five. If there was a team to trade back into the first round for a quarterback, which team do you think it would be? So you've talked about this a couple of times. Yeah. And the power of drafting a quarterback in the first round is you have the option to secure them for a fifth year. We just saw Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals exercise that option. So it does give you some, if this guy is a hit, man, oh, man. And you get it at the end of the first round at that salary structure, that's a home run. I thought we might see it last year. No one did it last year. Right. And those quarterbacks ended up going, like, in the third round. Yeah.
1: Um, So which team? Raiders are one, for sure. If they didn't get one, to where, like, if Hendon Hooker was sitting there on the board at 30. You basically think it would be for Hendon Hooker. I I, I feel like he'd be the guy that ends up falling and is down there. I don't think the other guys are going to fall that far. You know, Hooker, I think, you know, the age and just the, the knee and when he can become available for us to play. Is going to hurt his draft stock, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to draft a guy, you know, that might not actually be able to contribute to our team next year. Or if he can, eh, maybe it'll be halfway through the year, right? That's hard for teams, again, back to our conservative front office people. It's hard for them to swallow and digest that all the time, right? Yeah. So the Raiders would be one. The Seahawks are another one. They're sitting there at 37 at the top of the second round, right? I could certainly see them doing it. You know, Houston doesn't have – and I, I think they're uh, by all due accounts will have addressed their quarterback thing in the first round. The only thing I'll say with Houston is that they don't have a top of the second pick. They have two in the top of the third, hmm. right? And then, of course, they can use future assets, too, if they want to get in that conversation. But, yeah, that's going to take a little bit more juggling there in that conversation uh, to get up in that. And then the other team after that, all right, so I, I said Raiders, Seahawks, the Titans at 41. That would be another one. I could see the Titans at 41. Oh, wait. The quarterback of our state school, the University of Tennessee, is still on the board here. And, you know, this by all due accounts is our last year with Ryan Tannehill. Let's get a guy that, you know, can run our offense just like Ryan Tannehill except he's bigger and a more natural thrower and, you know, has some big-time potential. The, those, are, those are three that really jump out to me. All right, you got one more here from Junior
0: Chow 13. What up, Junior Chow? And this is a real bummer for me. There are five teams, he says, the Browns, Rams, Dolphins, 49ers, Broncos, without a first-round pick this year. I think that just sucks because then it's that whole, that whole fan base. And like I know, they traded him away, and so what are you supposed to do? But it's like the MLB All-Star game. Every every team gets a player on the All-Star team. I, I don't know. It's a bummer. And I realize they did this to themselves. But <coughs> uh, do you see any of them making a trade to get back in there? So of those teams, Browns, Rams, Dolphins, 49ers, Broncos, which fan base maybe should have the TV on in the background? <sighs> 49ers
1: have a lot of picks. 49ers have a lot of picks, but it's not to the end of the third, really, where they start, right? Yeah. You know, the Rams are a team, again, we're more likely in these situations. Mm. It has to be somebody that has a high second. Like, nobody wants to go from pick 30 and then go, wait, now we're picking 62? Yeah. Right? That, that's not what they want to do. It has to be a future first It has round to thing. or Yeah, it has to be. Then it, That's what I mean. It gets expensive with that type yeah. of move to move up that hard, far. So, yeah, I look more or less there'll be teams that are in at least the top half of the second round to move up and be there.
0: Yeah, the 49ers, the Broncos, the Browns, they do not pick until round three. Yes. that would be difficult. Right.
1: The Rams are a pick 36. You know, I want to say, yeah, that's prime territory to get into the first round and maybe get a guy you want. But also, I want to go for a team that's trying to rebuild. Are we really going to give up picks to move up six spots and do all that type of stuff? I don't know. I don't know if I envision that either. So I'm going to say none of them. I, I don't think any of them are, are diving back into this. They're just think, chilling. Well, and I also think like teams like the 49ers and the Dolphins, they're going, wait, our team's good. We don't need to spend any more money on a high pick or whatever. We're set. We just got to find some people to round out our roster and depth and... You know, maybe a hidden gem or whatever else. I mean, what a great time for them. The 49ers, the Broncos,
0: the Brown. I mean, they're just chilling. They're basically just relaxing. Well, and, and you don't have to worry about any of those top guys. Yeah. But uh, they, they you, you know, I mean, you're close friends with yeah. Kyle. Do they, does he still look at the top guys just to be
1: familiar definitely. with them? Definitely. Definitely. Like, you know, is he in every, you know, nook and cranny of them like he would be if they had a first round pick? No, but yeah. he's definitely. So he'll be ready if, uh, Tyree Wilson falls to round 3. To be like, hey, <laughs> I've, I've seen, seen tape on this I watched him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, most most times they're not you know, these these guys watch it all because you just you don't know. You're 3, hey, this guy could become available. So it just at least sets a base mark even though you know you're not going to get him to go or baseline of like, hey, I know what this guy is. I studied him a little bit, you know, and of course it even comes in handy when you when you play him. But that's what's funny is the teams that don't have a pick, you know, we talked about the 49ers and the Dolphins. And then you even throw the Broncos and the Browns, and I sit there and go, those are some teams that they don't have a lot of holes. Out of all the teams not picking in the first round, the Rams are the only team I look at to go, man, it really sucks that they don't have anything in the first round because they yeah. really need it. Those other teams, you know, they're, they're, they're in pretty good spots. It's worked out for them, even though if the 49ers could go back in time,
0: they would not make that trade for Trey Lance. What do you think about that trade? I was thinking about this the other day you know two first round picks and then using a first round pick so basically you use three first round picks yeah. on on Trey Lance right. and if he doesn't play for them i mean i, I don't know like all time busts but normally when a guy just is the number one pick and busts we're like oh that was an all time bust this is not only just a top pick but it's two additional picks on top of that yeah
1: no it's you know i think it it'll it'll be up there it really will be as far as in the lures the the, the thing that'll save them To where, yeah, like you said, it's not the number one pick. And it's, like, different than, like, Jamarcus Russell with, like, the Raiders, right? Where it's like, well, yeah, and the team sucked for those few years and the years after him because of it. The 49ers, it's like, yeah, that doesn't look good. But they're also going to sit there and go, yeah, but we go to the NFC Championship game okay. anyway, so deal which, with it. Which can be almost more painful because you're <laughs> like, man, think how good we really could be. I, I agree. three first-round picks. I know. It's uh, oh, it's it definitely going to be a, you know an ugly mark on Shanahan's resume when all's said and done. But the one thing I respect about him, knowing him, John Lynch, is like – they're not afraid, like we've seen over this past week, to rip the Band-Aid off and go, hey, we made a mistake and we got to move on. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we'll see where that goes. I think ultimately, though, no one's going to trade for Trey Lance. He's going to be there on the 49ers. You football don't think team. anyone? I don't think so. You know, it just, one, it's they're, they're, it's like, wait, why don't the 49ers like you? Yeah, they he, gave he, you all yeah. this stuff to get you and they don't want you. Yeah, that you, scares people. You don't know what you're getting. Exactly. If you're a team trader. And then for him. to our conversation earlier, it's like, But he hasn't played in forever. And now he's going to come down here and, you know, take over the team? I I just find that highly unlikely. So, yeah, I don't see that happening.
3: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.
0: So we're making all these predictions. You did your first round mock draft, and I want to let you know it's time for our biggest draft predictions now. Brought to you by Xfinity, the biggest sports moments deserve a connection you can count on. Streaming live sports is better with Xfinity 10 G network. Our answer is here. Our next sponsor is ourselves, Comcast Xfinity. Boom! We were asking that question on Monday. Well, I who's like going to be our next sponsor? Yeah, us. I like it. Uh, Xfinity, welcome to the club. Welcome, to, welcome Xfinity. We're, we're glad to have you. That's awesome. So you might not be familiar with Chris, though, Xfinity, because that's what Chris does is just make bold predictions all the time, so we don't even need a special segment for that. Um, but if we were to make two bold predictions for tomorrow, I'll make mine first. Yeah, I like it's it. It's about my Detroit Lions, who have right. two picks in the first round. You got six, and you got 18. My bold prediction is that at six, quarterback Anthony Richardson will be on the board and they will select him, Dan Campbell will say that 's my guy, and Holmes will lock him in, and the
1: Lions will have their quarterback of the future learning under jared Goff wow that's uh that that would be bold. It really would be that would be shocking to me i, I, I you know and again it 's not crazy your thought I mean we know quarterback has got to be on the radar to a degree. Uh, damn, you're just gonna put the pressure on your quarterback just like that, Jared Goff. Damn. <laughs> no, he's still the guy. You're on, he, he no- you're like on notice. No, it'll be like
0: a Jordan Love situation if he keeps playing. Well, you know, Anthony Richardson will just wait in the wings. But... Okay, all right. So that's
1: your that's your bold prediction. That's He'd my be, bold prediction. There'd be an offense. You know, you talked about before, right? Like, I mean, yeah, offensive line. We you know they can run the ball, right? They're they're very comfortable in the physical style of offensive football where they would certainly be able to formulate an offense around him and do that. That's bold.
0: Yeah. Even with Jared Goff, I I have faith in Ben Johnson being
1: able to figure out some plays for Anthony Richardson there. So there's my bold prediction. Okay. I like that. That's a good bold prediction. Um, I, you know, I think the, the, the one that I want to go with right off the bat is just that Bijan Robinson will go in the top 10, Ooh. right? I don't know if that's that bold anymore. But to say a running back will definitely go in the top 10, and I do think it's Atlanta 8, Philadelphia 10, but we haven't seen a running back go in the top 10 since who? Ezekiel Elliott or? Oh, Saquon Saquon. Barkley. So that's the last one. That was five years ago, right? Uh, That would be the one there. And then my other bold prediction, I'm going to go two because I'm bold. Okay, Xfinity. We know that. Is that Jackson Smith and Jigma falls out of the top 15. Whoa. Well, that's what you have in your mock. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I think, you know, I I, I think it – I don't know. There's just a part of me that thinks, yes, he's viewed up in that range by a lot of teams, but I think when it comes time to make the pick – and if the board just falls a little one way, I, I think teams are going to get cold feet on it and not do it. I actually thought you were going to say he's going to fall out of the first round. No, I won't do that. I, went, I won't do will, that. He no. will fall
0: out of the top five. <laughs> Unbelievable. He won't be pick number one. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's it. Thank you, uh, Comcast Xfinity, for employing us and uh, sponsoring the pod. And we have done it now. We have finished draft season officially. Now, that's all that's left to do is to actually draft the players. And then talk about the draft on then Sunday, Monday and then Wednesday and talk and then about start it a little more. ranking your quarterbacks <laughs> uh, that are <laughs> oh, currently yeah, in the Oh, yeah, great. NFL. Here we go. Yep, here we go. <laughs> it never ends. Uh, but we'll be at your place Thursday. And for the first time here at NBC, we'll have some not live reactions, yeah. but we'll get them out. Live to tape. We'll get them out that night. And yeah. so in the morning, Friday morning, when you're driving to work or just sitting there in bed, you can you can listen to Chris Sims react to maybe
1: every draft pick. We I don't know gonna exactly do how we're going to do one, it, but yeah. yeah, yeah, every single one. We're going to so. have you're going to have thirty one you know standalone videos. Me and Ahmed breaking down the pick. Yeah, and it will be all
0: together for an audio and video pod. I think too. So yeah. it'll be uh, this is my dream that you hear the pick Roger Goodell say it, and then it just goes right together. It's like Oh my gosh! And that's
1: just like fifteen of the thirty one times. Like I, what? I like they're that. doing that. Well, and yeah. then if I. I mean I this is it's a different year now here. We're on camera. Yeah. Pressure's on me. I know. Damn, I guess I can't smokey and drinky during the draft. I don't maybe know what to do. Maybe not as much. We'll be or maybe not as much. Maybe <laughs> just I'll just curtail it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah, cut it down. Cut they it got down. Guys, Everyone knows. Eh, Vizine and all that stuff That's now. Filter, right? It'll Nobody, be a filter. Right? Right. Are we on Zoom? Right? <laughs> Can you do some sort of fine-tuning? My, do, my fine barn's tuning? dark. I'm going to keep it real dark <laughs> so you guys can't really see my eyes. All right? um, so I'm looking forward to that again. Thanks to the Sims family for nope. inviting us over again uh, and having
0: us there because it's a fun time.
1: It is a fun time. It's a, I love draft night. I really do. Uh, yeah, It's a long night, and it's a quick turnaround to get up and do the shows Friday morning with Florio but man, I, I, the intrigue just kills me. Yeah, it really does. And then, you know, just, of course, some of the people I know in football, oh, just, oh, finally I'm going to get to see what they really wanted to do. You know, cause I don't ask my friends, like, I'm not like, Kyle, who you picking? Or, you know, Hey, who you? B-? They're not going to be my friends if they, you know, so I, I don't do that. We talk about football. We talk about players in general, do I have a feel of who they like and whatever else? But no, I don't even want to know the specific guy they're exactly going to take.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about
1: that. Yeah. Have you
0: ever been misled or lied to by people in the NFL? Maybe not your close friends, but people in the community? Well, some would say Kyle Shanahan misled me a few <laughs> years ago in this
1: draft. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't necessarily going That wasn't necessarily no, going there. But no, I mean, like. No, that wasn't even. Again, that wasn't misled. That was me going down a path of I thought I knew my friend. Yeah. I do know my friend. He just changed his mind on me a little bit and late then, in the process. Uh, which does have,
0: right? It's it like does. things change. And if you're not. Oh, like, I definitely. Every day, I'd be like, hey, what are you thinking now? What are you thinking now?
1: Yeah, I've I've had some teams over the years I feel like fib to me a little bit. Like we don't like this guy, and then they end up taking him. Yeah, yeah. Or they've like left him out of the conversation. I was like, damn, we talked about that position like seven times. You never brought that guy's name up. Like what the fuck? And mm-hmm. they, you know, they're like, oh yeah, hey, I know. We didn't want to. We didn't want to give you a tell or anything there by just you know getting in the conversation. You tell him we like him or whatever. Yeah. So that's right? really why you stopped. I mean, you would never I, I want to ask yeah, him anyway. I just, cause... I'm just not that. That's not my job. I don't want to sit here and break news. As I've always said, I, a lot of these guys are not going to be my friends if they know I'm always chasing a story. Yeah. Right. I talk ball with them before the draft. I'll talk ball with them a little today. Some of them. You know, I had a few call me this morning, even before. But I'm not going to go like, "Hey, who are you picking?" Right. Just going to be general football talk. Things they've heard around the league. They might yeah. ask me about something I've heard, and it'll go from there. All right, let's do it. Let's do it, baby. Let's meet at your place. All right, meet tomorrow. at my place. Ahmed will be hopefully wearing his red pants in my barn next oh, tomorrow. Guaranteed. He has to. He right? has to. Um, but everybody, you know where to find us. You'll know where to find our videos. We'll be on social media live. You know, Thursday night during the draft at C Sims Unbutton at C Sims QB on Twitter at sims on button on instagram we'll be there for all reactions subscribe rate review enjoy the draft it should be fun amin and i releasing videos video gold all (laughs) night long peace out everybody good luck to your team hope you enjoy we'll talk to you monday Clap clap it up
3: the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed
1: Right as they're being scooped into the carton. And time just stands still. ba ba